0: Hello and thanks for joining us once again for the Inspire, Create and Shine podcast where we discuss life, love, literature and the arts from a Christian perspective. This is your host Melanie D from MelanieDTheAuthor.com Stay tuned for our next episode. Isn't it interesting how Um, Just seeing like an old photograph or like some old home videos, um, smelling a certain fragrance or hearing a certain song. All these types of things can trigger and evoke memories of our past and remind us where we were, where we came from and how far we've come. And they can also make us like look at our life differently in the present. It's nice to have good memories. And um, but I think they all Memories of all kinds um, serve a purpose. But what about those photographs that you see in family, old family photo albums or old home videos that you see with people in them that you don't remember? People that you don't know, you've never met, like a grandfather or a great-grandfather a cousin or some family member from the past that you never got to meet, that you never knew, living or dead, or even people in your present life, um, I mean, that are still living today, but maybe you have not had the chance to get to know them. Um, the summer often uh, involves a lot of. Family gatherings and cookouts and family reunions and get-togethers, birthdays, all kinds of occasion, weddings, things that come up in the summertime, particularly, but it happens year-round. But specifically in the summertime, there's a lot of gatherings and fun and fellowship that takes place. And so it's interesting. Um, I've been having a lot of um, family stuff taking place lately, and um, and then just like what I just brought up about the pictures old photographs and stuff I'll ask like my aunt my, my mother um, a great aunt or some family member who, who remembers these people that I sometimes see in photographs I'm like who is this person who is that person um, oh and then I'll say oh that's so-and-so's mom oh that's cousin so-and-so's sister and that kind of thing and I'm like okay this is a whole side of the family that I don't know And interestingly enough, um, the past, I guess, oh, two, maybe three weeks, I, so I just happened to see this, like, because every now and again, I'll, you know, turn on the television because I'm, you know, trying to see what's out, anything new, every now and again, I'll check and see if something new is out. Um, But I have not been on very much TV watching lately, but the other day, or, or a few weeks ago, I came across this series, some mini-series that we're all um, aware of. If you watch television at all, especially if you're an African-American, you have seen this mini-series. And I didn't realize how many, <clears throat> how many uh, versions of this is. Like, there are different chapters and different parts. Um, like, a whole collection. There's like four or five whole collections of the series Roots the movie the the series I'm talking about is Roots Um, it's the story of Alex Haley his life his family his heritage where he came from you know his beginnings all the way back to I think his I forgot like several generations back before he was born and then leading up to himself and his discovery of his of his roots essentially and um, um, I was the part that I was watching um, was I, I believe it was Roots, the next generation. Like I had seen, I've I've seen Roots, like the original one, the very first one. You know, when the slaves were brought over here from Africa, they brought to America, and that whole um, that whole story of how you know they became they became slaves in America. The original man from their family roots that came to America, Annapolis, Maryland, is where he first landed from the slave ships um, Kunta Kinte and from there you know he's he's taken on a slave plantation he's Americanized essentially he's fighting this whole culture he doesn't he wants to be um, he wants to k- maintain his roots and his his culture that he was raised on and so it shows his this man's life from a, a youth on up to old age and the, 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 the transition from him to his daughter and uh, how each new generation was um undergoing changes and you know they had so so many things that happened in their past now i can't remember that that one very well because it's been years i think since i've seen the original roots miniseries but like i said that one was actually it actually came out in 1977. um and it's one of the most highest rated um television miniseries of all time this miniseries, Roots, received like 37 prime time Emmy Award nominations. It won Golden Globes, um, high Nielsen ratings, like unheard of. Um, and then there was a sequel. The sequel was actually the one that I was watching. It's called Roots, The Next Generations. That one came out in 1979. Um, that's the one I was in, I ended up watching, ironically, because that one I, I va- very vaguely remember seeing. I know I saw some of it. But I found myself watching the whole thing, and it's like seven parts to that to that one. It just shows a great span of time. Um, I think it was from the the late 1800s up to the mid uh, 1900s, like 1960s or somewhere like that. So you got to see slavery days up till Jim Crow days and beyond, up to the, the times of Dr. King and Malcolm X. So you know that was. You know, a huge span of time and very critical historical moments in our um, history in America. But um, yeah, it's definitely worth watching. It's available on Tubi, I believe. Um, I think you can also get it on Prime Video. So anyway, I was watching Roots of the Next Generations and a week or so before that, I was watching Queen, <clears throat> Alex Haley's Queen, which is also, it's like an offshoot of the same story. But this one is based on the life of uh, Alex Helley's uh, grandmother on his father's side. Her name was Queen. And um, so that, that was another great uh, film. It was depicting Halle Berry. She played the part of Queen. It just shows her life, you know, her birth and, you know, the trials and tribulations She, she um, endured where she came from, who her parents were. You know, how she found her place in the world blah 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 <clears throat> but it was interesting the one that I was watching after that roots of the next generations um I hadn't I had never to my to my recollection I probably had seen some of in the past but I, to my recollection as an adult I never uh, watched this entire thing like that and so it took me a while because it's like I said it's eight it's like seven or eight parts and they're like hours and change each so it's like over the course of couple weeks i was watching this um and very interesting story it's interesting to see families and how they transition from generation to generation so many things happen over the course of time you can't help but watch this without making you think about your history your family you know and and really value <laughs> the times that you have with loved ones i mean as far back as you can remember like I remember um, the, the, the oldest family member that I recall in my lifetime was my great grandmother and that was my grandmother's mom on my mother's side um, that's the oldest living relative that I can remember in my in my in my family and the memories I have of her was you know sitting on the porch you know singing for her having her make us some good, you know, good down-home cooking. Always used to make some um, chocolate chip cookies that I remember back then. Um, Sitting on the porch and um, enjoying the weather. Uh, She would tell us um, stories. And she used to like to just listen to us kids um, tell her about our day and sing songs for her. And uh, I don't have a whole lot of memory of her, but the times that I do remember I just remember her being a sweet uh, woman and um, she really loved to see us kids because we were down my grandmother's house a lot of times for the summers and so her house was right like down the end of the road from where my grandmother lived on my mother's side and we spent the summers down there often at my grandmother's and so that um afforded afforded us the opportunity to go visit her often we would go out and sing for her and then my other great aunt lived at the other corner um, down the other end from that street where, where my great grandmother and my grandma, grandmother lived. It's like this whole little section of, 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 of the country where they all lived. Um, so we would go sing for her, we would sing for my great aunt, we would sing for my grandma. You probably have a million stories about your grandparents. You know, you probably knew them in their younger days. And so you've probably gotten to see you know, what their life was like, their home life, their family life you know, maybe what kind of occupation they had. Um, And you probably heard stories of their parents and their parents' parents. And then you got to see your parents and how they um, made their way through life. And you might have lived in another part of the world. You might be in another state. You have all kinds of stories, I'm sure, in your family showing how people um, transition through life. You could have several siblings from the same home and they all go in different directions. Um, and so it's, it's it's beautiful and interesting to see how families are made up of people all from the same roots. But they all have their own personalities. They all go in different directions. Generally, sometimes they go in the same direction. But in other words, we're all individuals. We all have our own paths. So it, it, it really behooves you to... Um, share your stories as, as, um, as grandparents, as great-grands. Share with your children. Share with this generation. Share with, share with us. Like, now I'll be asking my mother questions. My grandmothers are gone. I have no living grandparents, but I do have great-aunts, and I have older relatives, um, like cousins and things like that from, you know, down the line. But most of the older relatives in my bloodline um, are deceased now. And so it's, it's falling on us, the generation now. It's getting down to the wire where it's us. It rests upon us, the weight of the family and carrying on the legacy, carrying on the histories that we were taught. So it's like, we trying to, it's like, I feel like soaking up now. I feel like soaking up so much from those that remain. Like I want to know so much now. I'm curious about so much that I didn't know as a child. And so at my age now, I'm not, I'm not an old woman, but I'm just, uh, realizing so much that I don't know, the more I learn about my my heritage, it's like so much that I still don't know. But it just it's important. I love the, how they did in the film. Um, his his um, ancestors told their uh, children, their children's children, and they you know and they passed it on from from family to family, and they told the stories and they told the histories. They told how this how they got this name and why we do this tradition and where that came from and the same values they passed down from generation to generation even though everybody didn't follow the exact same path they still had that history and that pride in who they were and that those values instilled in them and that's, that's very important um, in families today it's very important not just in families because it's also important in our communities and families make up make up communities so you you as an individual we're all part of a family i don't care what your role is if your mother if your father if your cousin your sister your auntie your nephew your whatever you are whatever your role is you are a part of a family it it, it reminds me of the body and the family of god because god's family is all connected as well you, Especially if you're a Christian like I am, you're part of the body of Christ. And so we're all connected in that family, the spiritual family of God. And so what I do affects you and what you do affects me. We're all connected. And there's family, spiritual family, and there's family uh, by friendship. There's family by marriage. There's family by love. The people you love become your family, you know? So know your roots. (laughs) Know what makes you you be proud of where you come from be proud of who you are make a make your ancestors proud make your family proud make god proud make yourself proud you know do things that you can feel proud of do things that can make a positive impact in the world no no competitions no hating um, scheming and plotting and throwing people under the bus and lying, and scheming, and hate, you know, doing all kinds of dirt. No, let's make positive impacts in the world. Let's let's put good deposits out there. Let's let's spread positivity. Let's spread love, joy, peace, patience, and you know, all the good things. Things that are adding life to the world, adding beauty to the world. And I ain't talking about us trying to look cute, adding that kind of beauty. I mean beauty of the soul. And so I'm watching this, and I'm seeing how um, Alex Haley's, you know, his grandparents, his parents, and his great-grands, the journey that they made down through history, each generation endured uh, racism, but things were changing each generation. And so the people in his family were making advances, unprecedented advances, and it was amazing that... Even during those segregated I mean during those periods of extreme racism, I found it very interesting how some of his family members transcended that period of time, like they still excelled, they still thrived. Um, like, for example, Will Palmer was Alex Hilly's grandfather, I believe, for example. He became the owner of a thriving lumber yard. Um, in the state where they lived and the, this, this lumber yard was originally owned by a white man and he actually worked for this man for many years before that man. Um, I think because of his alcoholism or something, he, he could no longer take care of it. And so, you know, the powers that be gave the, gave the, um, the, uh, business to, uh, Will Palmer, who was Alex Haley's grandfather. And so here he is, a black man, that's probably unheard of at the time, becomes the owner of this lumberyard, which was a big source of revenue and and business in that area. So he ends up, you know, handling the business, and that became a source of income for him for the rest of his days. And that was something that sustained him and his family for many years to come. So then there they are, becoming well-known affluent because of that success, a business owner. In those times, in the night, I think that was in the early 1900s. So then you come down the line to the next generation. You got his son Simon, who is actually uh, Alex Haley's father. So there you are with Simon, Simon Haley, and he, you know, his his parents saw, you know, this that this child had um, great intellect and great abilities. That they saw something special in him. They decide to put him, allow him to go to school. And many of the black people at that time, that was like a a high privilege or a great honor and almost unheard of. I mean, it wasn't, not unheard of, but it was very uncommon for black people at that time to send their children to school. It took a lot of money that most people didn't have. And maybe only one, maybe only two out of the family were even given that opportunity because it was expensive. And because, you know, they needed their children home to work and to take care of the, 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 the household. People <clears throat> didn't think black people should should be allowed to read and write. And here this man is. He sent to um, college. He was in college. Then he goes into the military. You know, gets married eventually. And this man becomes eventually, because after he got his his masters in college, he actually um, he still had to work um, for Will Palmer. This was actually um, his wife's father, who he was working for, Will Palmer. He was working for this man. And he—he, he, this is a man who had a master's in agriculture, agricultural studies. And so he's like, I should be running things. Why, why am I just, you know, working like a, a low-level employee and I have my master's degree? But he was still willing. He was still a man of integrity. He was still doing the job. He still did what had to be done. Eventually, he got to be a professor you know, at the college level. And so that's like a one in a million type job for an African-American at that time to have. Who has ever heard of an, Af- an African-American male with a master's in agriculture who becomes a college professor? So there he is going around now with the title Professor Simon Haley. And so he's got this high, um, this, this high achievement mindset. And so I'll, again, I'm saying, so think about, the beginning of Roots, when, like I said, the story of how the slaves, this this black man comes over to America, to Annapolis, Maryland, as a slave. Several generations back, and then fast forward to this time period, where Simon Haley is a professor of agriculture at the college level. This is Alex Haley's father. And so, it's just amazing to see how times change and how people advance, how people grow, and how families um Every generation, ideally, um, get stronger and better off. That's our hope as we um, discover ourselves, as we develop ourselves, as we push ourselves, as we give back. Our hopes are that we can um, strengthen each other in our families, strengthen our communities. Strengthen our youth. I don't care if you, it's a, it's your child or, or your niece, your nephews, your um, people you work, children you work with, um, children in your community. However you can, it's important that we um, continually, you know, pour into into our youth and share with them our history and, you know, Because until you know where you've come from, you don't know who you are and you don't know where you're going. So it's very important that people understand, especially our youth, it's important that you, first of all, as an individual, present day, that you understand the trials that your forefathers and your ancestors endured and what they went through to get to this day. Some of the things that we're seeing in this present day. Our ancestors dreamed about. They never, or they didn't get to see in their lifetime. The fact that we are black and white people living together. Like Dr. King had a dream that black people and white people would one day um, be living together, walking hand in hand together. Where black people are recognized as um, human beings. Counted in society like human beings. There, There was a time. Which is insane, where black people were not considered human beings and and real people, Um, according to the U.S. Constitution, would you believe? I know everything is not what it should be. There is still some racism in our world. There's still racism in our country. Um, We still have a long way to go. There are some things that we are upset about today that are not fair, that are not equal, where black people are still, um, you know, subject to and there's still work to be done always there's always room for improvements in our lives and in our families but seeing something like this when you know your roots just seeing the the devastations of the past the 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 fight of the past the struggles to get us to where we are today the struggles to make us who we are today the struggles to allow us the freedoms and the the um opportunities and the Options that we have today are just simply amazing. It's a real blessing. Um. So anyway, back to the story. Okay. So fast forward. This is Simon uh, Haley, college professor Alex Haley. He's the oldest of his father's children, and so for the first time in all the generations of the Haley family and the the beginning of the Kente family, that's what he said. His original. Uh, name came from Kente was his, his father his forefathers the original one who came here from Africa to Annapolis Maryland was Kente Kente so he comes from the Kente family so here's uh, Alex Haley the one who wrote these miniseries these stories the book and, and helped to make the film he was different from the family past his father had high hopes for him because, like I said, his father was a college professor, um, highly decorated, high-achieving. And all of his children, he had that that goal and that wish to to push them to their best, to make them be the best that they could be. And um, this, you know, his other son, I believe his name was George. I could be wrong. I can't remember what his name was. But anyway, he was, like, getting all these high honors. So his father was proud to have this son with these high honors. But unlike that son... Alex Haley had a different approach that his father did not like. And so he felt like for the rest of his life here he was trying to get his father's approval because he wasn't, he didn't have the same mindset that his dad had and that his other siblings had. Unlike them, he didn't want to just go to school and, you know, go on the path that his father had for him. He was an individual. He wanted to... You know, he was thinking outside the box. He didn't want this cookie-cutter cookie um, formula of how to achieve and what path to take because his father thought he should be... I think his father wanted him to be a, a lawyer or some other... Um, I can't remember. I really can't remember right now. And I just watched this recently. I don't know why. I guess it's because it's so, much, it's so much to unpack and it was so much information and so many changes taking place in the film that it's hard to remember all of it. But I know the last... Um, the very last uh, episode, I believe it was either the, the the last or the next to the last episode, you're seeing this, this journey and this path that Alex Haley himself is going on, where he was in school, but he started realizing that that's not the path he wanted. He was not feeling what he was doing in school. He was in school because his dad wanted him there. His dad's paying for him to go to school, and I feel like he had to live up to his dad's expectations, but he had joined the military as well i believe he went into the marines and during the course of his time his service time he is um he starts writing and here he is um uh here he is you know writing i think he was writing love letters for his uh, for his shipmates or whatever and those those letters took off and so he just realized he had a knack for writing and he decided okay that's the thing I I think I have I'm really interested in this and so even though he was still in the military on the side he started having this desire this strong desire to write 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 and so his dad was making other plans behind the scenes for him like he's up here trying to go his own path and find out what he's supposed to be doing and you you know go the path that felt right for him and yet here his father is I hate to say it like this but meddling in his life trying to orchestrate his life, control him and make him do and go on the path that he thought was right for him. And so Alex is like kicking against, you know, kicking against uh, what his father wanted and he, you know, they clash a little bit and his father gets upset he's like I'm not going back to school that's not what I want to do And so he decides to get a job even though he was still high achiever he still did well writing but that was the path he wanted he told us that I don't want what you want me to do that's not what I want to do that's not who I am I'm, I'm being drawn here and you know it caused a little bit of rift in his marriage and you know so he, he endured a few trials um, along the course but he just knew that's where he wanted to be and it's like I can't measure up to my dad's expectations i know dad that's not what you want but he had to follow the path that felt right for him and um so he did well he was he got to interview some you know historical figures that you know of including malcolm x i think uh rockwell george rockwell the the leader of the nazi party at that time in america So he got to interview some controversial characters, write for some major publications like Reader's Digest and a few others. Um, But it was just amazing to see his journey with all the success in his writing career. It's like his father still couldn't see that he was a success. All he saw was you didn't go the path I wanted for you. That's not what I saw for you. Until he finally realized that, hey, my son did do a good job. So he's up here eventually he wrote the book for malcolm x he wrote the um the autobiography i believe as told to alex haley that that many of us are familiar with today he was the one who penned that just before malcolm x died he was able to get that published for him and so that's monumental that book has become an international bestseller you know probably I believe that's what they used to make the film the malcolm x film and so it's amazing He followed the journey and the path that he thought he should, even though he had a lot of trials along the way. He was trying to find his space and his place in the world. And I say this stuff a lot, like I've said it in, I think when I did the podcast about following your heart with the alchemists and different things. I know I've said that before about um, how important it is that we are individuals and that we um, not just follow the dictates and the whims and the pressures and the The push from other people like it's nice to get suggestions it's nice to get advice but no one really knows um like they can't feel what you feel they can't sense what you sense in your gut it 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 doesn't make sense sometimes to other people when they're looking at stuff and they're like no but you're so good at that and you should be doing that also makes me think about the whole thing with um Colin Kaepernick when I did the podcast on him and his story that he did the Netflix special he did on his life and how everybody was telling him, no, you need to go into baseball. And he went into football and became a huge success. So, you got to go with what feels right for you. And um, not let people control you. Even when it's parents. Even when it's a superior. And I don't mean to be disrespectful or nothing like that. I don't know, I'm going on a tangent. Because I didn't mean to go this far into this, this part where I'm telling you about following your gut and stuff and your heart. But... <clears throat> I was really doing this podcast to remind us about our, our roots. You know, no pun intended, but knowing our roots, knowing where we come from is very important. And knowing the path and the people that birthed us, knowing the ones who molded us, knowing the stock that we come from. Like, I'm blessed and I'm grateful to be from a family who loves the Lord, loves God, and love one another. But that that spiritual root is very important to me. You know, a family, there's a saying that says, the family that prays together stays together. And I I believe that. You know, if we stay rooted and grounded in God and we pray, which we do, we do it often together. And I believe that's been the glue. It's held us together. I know, and it looks, just like every family, we have our ups and our downs, our trials and tribulations. We don't always get along. We don't. Every every family has its, you know, its stuff going on in, in the in the mix that um, it's not always great. But we love each other. We love the Lord, and God always, um, you know, keeps us going, keeps us together, and everything. So I want to encourage you um, to. During this time of family reunions, during this time of family gatherings and fun and fellowship and love and relaxation, travel. This is a time big on travel and, and exploration, being out in the outdoors and being a part of nature and just enjoying yourself during this warm weather season. Remember um, the blessings that are yours today because of the sacrifices from yesterday and from the roots that brought you to this point point. and then do not um, forget to be you and to be an individual even though you're part of this grand scheme of things of course it's good to know your culture and of course it's good to know your family roots but it's also good to know the spiritual side of you and the individual side of you i believe every year and every every day is a day of discovery discovering more of who you are be yourself despite the demands to be somebody else be yourself despite the the push for competition to try to become and outdo you come from greatness i don't care if you start your family started with humble beginnings you came from God, so you come from greatness. We are children of God, kings and queens, so we are greatness automatically, automatically. So stop trying to be great. You already are. All right. I know I've said a lot, but in saying all that too, if you haven't seen the series, they're very long though. People don't have the time probably to probably sit down and watch these things. And like I said, I didn't realize how many segments there are how many parts there's there's two sequels from the original roots like i said and then i didn't even know about this one in 2016 guess what they made another one they made a um a remake of roots and i have yet to see that um it's, and it just goes to show because of the, how wildly popular and successful these films were it just goes to show how much i mean how important this whole story is to black people, how important family is, how important your origins are. Oh, there's a part in the film too, that I want to mention that I thought was very profound. There was this tradition or this little lesson that Alex Haley's grandfather, I believe taught him as well as his um, grandmother. So anyway, they showed him this tree um, I think it was like a tree stump, or uh, if you if you if you were to uh, take a saw and cut the center of a tree, the tree bark where you can see all of the rings on the trees. The inside of the tree has all these rings on it, and they were they were explaining how all these rings represent um, all the years and years and years of the lifespan of that tree, and how um, there are trees that have been around for hundreds of years that supersede our lifespan because the average person doesn't live more than 70 80 90 years the the oldest people in the world are a hundred years old a little little over 100 so no one lives hundreds of years so they were explaining how this tree represents our history and our heritage and they would place little you know little um, markers on the tree to show this is the year that so-and-so was born your grandfather the Kunta Kinte and his origins and this is where your grandfather was born and this is where your grandmother was born and your mother and now you and it was showing the different events that happened in history or the different places that they placed on the tree um, they were showing how there was such a short distance showing the birth of this person to the point where they are now and he was they were making the point about how short our lifespans are and looking at this this big tree with all these rings When you think about how the little bit of time that we all have here on this earth, how it's like a such a small space in time. And then that time is such a small space. In the hands of God, and so it was showing that we're just here for a moment. And so it's important that we live. It's important that we recognize that we aren't here forever, even though we live eternally. There is eternal life. Because even when we die, our spirits live on. And, you know, your your ancestors came and they died. And then the next generation comes and they die. And so forth and so on. And so it was driving home the importance of making the most of the time that you have here. Making your time count. Making your life count. Um, making a, as big an impact as you can. Especially now, if we, as, as we've seen it through all the, the tragedies that are happening in our world. The pandemic, how that has shifted things so much. How... Um, you know, someone's here today, gone tomorrow. It really makes you appreciate your life, appreciate your blessings, appreciate every day. Every day is a blessing and every moment can be a lesson. There was a, a quote I put out um, on my Instagram not long ago where I said I quoted Germany Kent, where she's saying she's like a, um, a journalist, a journalist. Um, media personality and she there's a quote she says I'm going to say it to you right quick she says kindness is universal sometimes being kind allows allows others to see the beauty in humanity through you I'm sorry to see the goodness in humanity through you so always be kinder than necessary and that is so true Germany Kent was on point y'all gave me a lot of likes on that post And for real, I'm glad you did because that's a powerful statement. It's simple, but it's powerful. Kindness goes a long way. Y'all continue to be kind, continue to be loving. That's what I'm trying to do. I want this world to be a better place, and that's the way we do it. That's one of the major ways we do it is by spreading love. Y'all continue to spread the love. Make your mark in the world, yes, but kindness is a big mark. You can make a big dent in the world and in someone's life by just loving them, just being kind to them. Your kindness, your love, is the biggest impact that you can make in this world for the good of all mankind. Till next time, have a beautiful, blessed, and and and, and um, productive day. I hope to talk to you all soon. Bye bye. If you'd like to be featured on this podcast, please hit me up at Melanie D, the author at yahoo.com. That's Melanie D, the letter D, the author at yahoo.com or on my website at www.melaniedtheauthor.com. Thank you so much for listening. Have a beautiful and blessed day.